coming up. The guy they're looking for in this manhunt is breaking into our house right now. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, How is this happening? For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. At the end of October, a 25-year-old man went on a crime spree in Clackamas County, Oregon, that ended when he was taken into custody, dressed as, well, we'll get into that. Here to tell us the full story is Catherine Cook, reporter at KGW News in Portland, Oregon. Catherine, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Will. This is definitely one of the more unique cases we've covered here on The Daily Crime. First of all, this happened in Malala, right? That's south of Portland? Well, I guess it just depends on where you pick the story up at. He kind of, you know, crossed several areas in Clackamas County. Uh, But this particular part of the story was in Oregon City, uh, a home burglary, home invasion uh, that ended up with him leaving the house. We'll just say looking differently than when he first arrived. Before he got to this house and before we reveal what this uh surprising uh, ending to this story was he actually was on a pretty like scary high-speed chase, right, with with police following close behind. Right. And that's important to note because it is easy to get lost in, in kind of the funny part of the story. But we got to remember, we're dealing with uh, an alleged uh, criminal here who did some, you know, alleged serious stuff. So, uh, yeah. So basically what I know is the gentleman was, according to Clackamas County Sheriff's deputies, driving a stolen truck uh, at a high rate of speed. He was driving erratically. At one point, a driver reported he was going the wrong way. A different driver noticed that, called 911 to report him, and somehow he was following him. And somehow um, the suspect, Alexis Ibarra Gomez, discovered that, got mad, and at one point, I think leaned out the window and fired a gun at the guy. The guy was also armed. He had a shotgun and fired back. Nobody was hit, so that's good. But what a crazy start, right? So eventually, after several tactics, I believe deputies even laid down a spike strip. Uh, The guy finally crashed into somebody's garage door, hopped out of the truck, and made a run for it on foot. And when I say on foot, at some point, it really was on foot. Because when uh, he ended up in the backyard of this home in a very nice neighborhood in Oregon City. A surveillance video showed he wasn't wearing any shoes or socks or shirt, just a pair of shorts. And then at some point, he came across the owner's pair of shoes. Uh, And then so it was just how to get into the house. So he hops up on the second-story deck and hoists himself over, which is kind of funny since, I guess, if you're looking for the hardest way to get into the house, that was probably it. He could have broken in in any number of ways on the first floor, but that's neither here nor there. He gets in the house, and then he starts to, according to the owners, rifle through you know different things in the house. He, at one point, passed a suitcase full of really random objects, including uh, a fireplace starter, different things, some jewelry. He never took the suitcase, but, you know, investigators believe he had intended to. And um, I guess at this point you're wondering maybe why the owners knew exactly what he did, right? Yeah, and that's like the key element to this, right? There, There's video and the homeowner's actually watching, but you tell the story. Okay, sure. So, yeah, so... Mom, Dad, uh, Paul and Jessica, Willie, and their two daughters were out 
for the evening. And at one point, they hear from neighbors, oh, my goodness, there is a manhunt in our neighborhood. We've got, you know, somebody saw air support from deputies, the SWAT teams in the neighborhood. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, at this point, they don't know that it's centered at their house. They just know something crazy is going on in their neighborhood. So, um, you know, they're in in uh, communication over their phones. And at one point, one, one uh, of the homeowners tells their spouse, oh, wow, did you arm the security cameras, the security system? And Paul said, oh, my gosh, no, good call. So <laughs> remotely from his cell phone, as is the case with technology these days, he armed the security system, turned on the cameras. I kid you not. Well, 15 minutes later, he gets a ding on his phone that says, alert, somebody's breached your security system. So the timing there was good. So he turns on his uh, security system and at this point realizes this guy is in his house. He calls 911, and then for the next hour or so, he's on the phone with deputies, basically giving them the play-by-play, walking them through what this guy is doing, his every move, where he is in the house, which is is great for deputies, right, because they know exactly where the guy is. They can kind of get their deputies to surround the house, the SWAT team, um, and kind of know exactly where he is and what he's doing. Wow. So, yeah, like if ever there was a good time to have one of these home security systems, this seems like the time, perhaps. Uh, and thank goodness they weren't home, right? They've got these two young kids and they're out. Yeah, and that's the most terrifying factor of all is, you know, what would have happened had they been home? And, you know, fortunately, they won't have to think about that and why they have such a good attitude about everything. They're just really, really thankful. All right, so this man who's allegedly done some pretty scary things out there is now roaming around this home. He's packed this suitcase you mentioned that he doesn't end up taking. What happens next? Okay, so at some point decides, well, I better go. And, you know, you probably want to, you know, throw some clothes on at this point, he might be thinking. So, you know, he's got his lay of the land. He's got anything he wants in the house he can put on. And what does he go for? A Halloween costume that happened to be lying around. Not just any Halloween costume, Will, but uh, the the jumpsuit from the character Ricky Bobby from the movie Talladega Nights. Down to the hat, he put this thing on, and it's you know, it's got the Wonder Bread logo. It's I mean, it's a great costume. It's one of the owner's favorites. He says it's always a big hit every year. So. You know, not judging here, it's a great costume, but for some reason this uh, alleged criminal puts it on and then he leaves the house, gets on the homeowner's two-seat or his bicycle with two flat tires and he thinks this is the perfect getaway scenario. Um, He was wrong. Outside waiting for him were uh, several police officers, sheriff's deputies, um, overhead air support. The SWAT team was waiting for him, and he did not get far. Uh, he surrendered. He got down on the ground and was arrested without incident. And uh, that's that. But what a what a story! I have to tell you, Will. I was not prepared going into the story with quite the amount of detail I learned. I knew he had gotten away wearing a Halloween costume. I did not know what costume that was. So when the owners were graciously sharing this, I I. I had to get up mid-story and just kind of walk around and stifle the laughter. So it just was really uh, unexpected. And and even the owners were laughing about it. Yeah. I I assume that that would have been like the first thing that came into the newsroom, that the Ricky Bobby costume was a part of all this. So that's, 
I don't know, that makes it even more interesting somehow that you went and covered this and, and that's that's how it turned out. Yeah. And of course, we all want to see what that looks like, right? Not to make further light of the situation, but if he puts it on, you want to see what it looks like. But uh, unfortunately, surveillance video did not capture those moments. However, while we were interviewing the couple, uh, the detectives came back, good timing, with a couple of brown paper bags with evidence. And included in that evidence was the Ricky Bobby costume. So we got to take a look at the costume firsthand. And, and I asked uh, Paul Willie if he planned to ever wear it again after this. And he said, absolutely. He's, this is now has a story to it. So, Yeah, and we have some of your interview with uh, the homeowners. He had come in. Um, <laughs> this, is a good this is, yes, I'm sorry. I get the alarm notification on my phone. And out of anything to choose from in the home, he found my Halloween outfit, Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights, the full jumpsuit with the hat. With the hat. Yes. Takes that and my bicycle with two flat tires and tries to escape. And uh, yeah, I don't, apparently that didn't work too well. And they had a pretty good sense of humor about the whole event, considering the fact that it really could have been a dangerous situation. Absolutely. And again, we can't emphasize, you know, how truly serious this was. The the costume element definitely gives it some levity, but uh, Paul and Jessica Willie are very quick to say, hey, we're using this humor to really get us through this situation, because if we stop too long to think about what actually happened and what could have happened, it gets us, you know, it gets us pretty scared, and we're just glad everyone is safe. And they're very grateful to police for uh, the care they took with the situation, too. Yeah, for now, they've got a, a good story to tell their neighbors and friends. Yeah, absolutely. Do we know what kind of charges the suspect is facing now? Well, he had several outstanding charges. Uh, one of those, like, you know, we've got, you know, attempted assault, attempts to elude police officer, um, failure to appear, menacing, unlawful use of a weapon. Uh, the list goes on. Uh, this gentleman apparently had a history with police. So, you know, I'm not exactly ch- sure of which charges stuck and what he was uh, arraigned on at this point, but let's just say there was a laundry list. All right, Catherine Cook, it's a pleasure talking to you at KGW News in Portland, Oregon. Thank you so much. Always great to talk to you, Will. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday with new episodes Monday through Friday. We also have a weekly show covering cases around the country, True Crime Chronicles. Check it out today wherever you listen to podcasts. That's True Crime Chronicles. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.